That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Sidework presents Add-Ons with Brooke Van Poplin and Andrea Wallace. All right. We're here. We are the second episode of Add-Ons. We're back. It's great. Do, do you guys enjoy how we just dropped a brand new show on you unannounced one week ago? Well, here's more of it. <laughs> we're going to keep going. Here we go. We said we we're going to do it. Now we're doing it. Welcome back to Add-Ons. This week we're talking about the wine key. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Are you touching yours right now? Are you uh, fondling it in no, your apron I, I pocket? I know, right? I know. Are you flipping flipping the, the the handle like up and down? Are you, yeah, what are, are you? Are you are you like nobody better touch this? This is mine. I'll fucking kill you. Exactly. Have have you have you um blown out the spring and the corkscrew so that it's real loose and rattles, or is it nice and tight? Yeah. But today we're gonna like uncork, if you will. I'm gonna say it. The history of the corkscrew. Yes. <laughs> because we as servers and bartenders would be screwed Hello. without them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's going for it, folks. Uh <laughs> I do love it. She's just reading off the script she wrote for herself. Very I proud. I write jokes. Hey, they're here for you. She's always. <laughs> uh, but Wine yeah, I, not. Okay. It's, a, it's a very personal thing. Wine keys are a very personal accoutrement. They're like an, an, an amazing accessory, if you will. Like, and, and, and they're. There's a lot of personal preference behind them when you're Ab in the service industry. Absolutely. It was funny that you brought it up because I do. I am like a troll with treasure. When I see a wine key, I'm like, must have one. Like I either want to like steal it, buy it, upgrade it, even though uh -huh. I no longer work in this. Like it's not a tool that is easily being lost. It's just me and a bottle of wine at home. But I was at Barkeeper, like I mentioned last week, mm -hmm. and there is a matte colored, all hunter green, the um the screw and the entire uh, like the whole thing is matte green oh. and this like army green. Oh. And I was like, I was like, now that sexy, sexy. Guess who bought it? Even though she, you know, for the most part, quit drinking. Still yeah. had to have it. It's fine. And then you're just, when I see them one and it's a, if it's a good one, I'm always, I like put it close up to my face and I like flip it around and I'm like, Oh, num, 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 num. What is the, yeah, that's, well, that's but it's, it it's a tactile sensation. You know that there are some that, are really shitty and suck. They're usually made by beer companies, not wine mm -hmm. companies. Mm -hmm. And they're too big. When you hold them, you're like, oh God. I mean, like, I'll make it work, but I, this one's not sexy. It doesn't fit the contours of my hand correctly. Yeah. And not to mention, you know, it's it's one of those specific things. Uh, it's a tool of the trade where it's like, when other in life do you like have such an apparatus that you carry on you to do such a specific job that you've done countless hundreds of times, you know, in, in your career as a server, as a bartender? Yeah. How many, how many do you think you have at home right now? Wine keys? Yeah. Uh, I'm, 
I'm shooting for six or seven. Wow. No way. Okay. And, and this is also like unpacking boxes, cleaning out cupboards. You know, we did a thing where we had a bunch of kitchen stuff in the attic uh, a couple years ago that we got into. And I was like, God, there's like four wine keys in here. Wow. And there's like the really nice penguiny looking ones that I love. There's ones that say discover on them, like the discover card, <laughs> you know, that are the boxier looking ones, like the straight rectangle. And then there's also, and we all know these ones the white ones the, the shitty white ones that are flimsy and like that is all the they're usually always in a glass with pens by a station or by a computer or like by the bar and it's the wine key that like nobody ever wants to use it's the one that you're like i have to fucking use this wine key maybe it's you're a reserve in your bag but like one of those you know the kind i'm talking you're, about you're, right you're gonna have a slow clunky night if you get fucking screwed by that corkscrew you know what I'm saying and for for anyone who listens who's not in the service industry we want to really put out there that when we do say corkscrew in the service industry you're not allowed to use the kind with the two little arms that you pump up and down like a well we are talking about a wine key and this is what separates restaurant workers from normies because when you hand it over to a normie let's say even a sean (laughs) unfortunately who has worked in the service industry but it was Mm -hmm. california pizza kitchen so i don't Uh. think it was opening either way but so like say give that to my mom who's never you know my mom and dad all have like the fucking um sharper image like the rabbit uh, fucking wine openers that oh, all have you like mean a like motor. The, the electric ones? Yeah, dude. Those are got, so obnoxious, my, right? Dude, I'm fucking analog, okay? I, right. I, am, I am old right. school so, with my shit. I love teaching people because you hand it to them and they're like, what What the fuck? Yeah. They, they literally look at it like I don't, like the, the mechanics make no sense. And then you're like, let me show you. And it's, it's all like, geometry, baby. It is. It's geometry. It's torque. It's all, you know, anyways. So it's a true joy. But like, I'm telling you, there's only an elite, you know, handful of us in the service industry who really know what to do with that tool. The rest of the world is clueless. Yeah. Yeah. But let's do dive into a little bit of yes. history um, because this is the fun part. Of, this is the juicy, the meat of the show, if you will. This is from Vine Pair. Uh, they have a brief little history on the on the wine corkscrew. So like, okay. uh, you know, like anything else, it was invented because people started bottling and corking wine mm-hmm. and you had to get into that sweet, sweet juice somehow. Um, so basically the earliest versions of the corkscrew were around 1680s and they were like, they were called steel worms. Um, they're basically variations on musket barrel cleaning tools called gum worms manufactured by gunsmiths. So like they were just kind of like, I imagine you using them and like cutting the shit out of your hand, opening them or it being like a whole weird process to try and, you know, like you probably had your own version of it that worked for you just fine, but nothing universal enough that you could just be like, now you try without bloodying your hands. (laughs) What's Um, your technique? I'd love to see. So over the next 300 years, <laughs> there'd be different versions invented. I love the idea of a montage. In my head, I was thinking there would be like uh, a wine guillotine. <laughs> There's like, kaplunk. Um, which, is, which is sort of like a cigar cutter, you know? Oh, our, yes, our, our absolutely. Tiny, tiny or, you know, opening the champagne bottle with the, with the, with the sword. But... Mm-hmm. You know, different. So the first patented corkscrew was invented by Reverend Samuel Henshaw um, in 1795. And he did the whole, 
It was basically like the corkscrew with a wooden handle. So you know you've still you've seen yeah, those like absolutely. the old school. You screw it oh, in and then you just I use am, pure. It's just pressure. I'm it's picturing. I'm picturing a French bistro. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing you know with like one of those gigantic goblets that are just filled with corks. You know, mm-hmm. used corks mm-hmm. overflowing. Also, if you are ever really truly in a bind, a very cheap plastic version of this exists at a 7-Eleven. Yeah. Is it the one that's like, it's in the plastic it's in the um, tube. holder and then you yep. put, there's a hole and you put the tube inside the hole and that gives it like the pull. Yep. Yeah. And, and again, those come in like picnic packs. You know, exactly. Picnic, yeah. Yeah. And um, still very puzzling to normies. They don't understand. <laughs> they don't understand it's true the because science. Because it is still all about the angle, mm-hmm. like that little like off center angle where you you do insert uh, the point, the point. So this was the um, again the 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 wooden handle and then okay. the steel worm, um, and then a concave concave disc between the handle and the worm. And the disc serves two purposes. It prevents the user from screwing in too deep. Um, nice. that forces the cork itself like in and then it it also makes it so you won't break the bottle at the same time. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm looking at these um, patents, you know, oh, the, the industrial drawings of the patented versions. It's so that good. We, it's cool. It's so good. So his corkscrew was so effective that it was used for a hundred years. Um, cork enthusiasts or he, he hex hexalophiles. That's what cork enthusiasts are called. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, they claim that while Henshaw had uh, patented the design, he was likely not the inventor. As similar models were models were made early, decades earlier. Which I mean, if you're patenting, whatever, it's it's fine. But I guess if you're going to be a cork snob, that uh, that, that I guess you would lean and have uh, hot debates about it. I well, don't. Have- to be fair, I don't have super hot debates, but it's more that as this evolved and wine service evolved, this first iteration of it was not quiet. It was mm-hmm. very much like pop, let's celebrate, mm-hmm. which is not even okay for champagne in fancy restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when you talk about the etiquette that you're taught. But okay, so that's so the first iteration. That's that- the first one. And then we're going to cut to the waiter's friend. Okay. So this is invented by a German gentleman um, by the name of... Vinky? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the the most famous one used in the service industry is, yeah, his uh, Carl F.A. Vinky. I think it's Vinky. And it was so funny. It was blowing my mind a little bit. It's actually Vinka is how it's pronounced. But his name specifically is spelled last name W-I-E-N-K-E, which is kind of like wine key. Wine key. Wine key. Wine key. Wine key, right? Uh-huh. So it's this like weird coincidence that because people couldn't pronounce his name in other countries that they kind of started calling it a wine key. And that is how the wine key got its name. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This but, is? No, but... And, and it blew my mind. I because, was like, what are the odds? Well, I was always like a wine key, huh? But you're also like, but it's the key to opening the bottle of wine and enjoying it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But okay. the waiter's the waiter's friend is yes. like w- the actual actual name, name for a wine it. key, and this is again this is the folding corkscrew version that we all know and love. That you hold the hinge on the side, you can hold it while it's hinged. This is the one we were talking about. This is the one you and I geek out about. This, this is the one where they took it up a step, right, to be like we're going to use the side of the wine bottle mm-hmm. to provide the, the hinge. leverage, correct, the hinge. and the um, pressure goes. Up mm-hmm. and out as opposed to pulling straight up. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very it's, much so. It's a sexier, smoother uncorking experience. Yeah. And this is, again, this is still what we use today. And through time, they ha- it has changed a bit. So as this wine key became more popular um, in taverns and restaurants, and then after the bottle cap was invented in 1892, they added the bottle cap remover. Uh huh. It, it. it got a little add-on, just like you got an extra show each week mm-hmm. called add-ons. Add-ons, yeah, 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 for sure. And that's pretty much where we are. I mean, there's obviously you've got your knife on there as well, um, which is going to be called um, the foil cutter, right? Foil have, cutter. Yeah, you have the handle on it. Um, you have the boot lever, and that the boot lever is the what is the hinge part that goes and you rest onto the actual like you know the rim of the bottle that's that part well that i love too because it's like it's like the two-tier system where you get the cork out like half an inch and -hmm. then you click the bottom ledge of the boot onto it so that you can very classily then get the leverage to go the whole which is now also the bottle opener yeah exactly so it's a Mm -hmm. really ingenious slim i mean it can be a weapon you can open other things with that tiny little knife. I it's mean, it's true. I, you, I've been known. I think I've been known to like cut bar fruit with. <laughs> I'm hey, sure. in a pinch, in a pinch for sure. Um, definitely a, a box cutter. Uh, also doubles as a <laughs> an excellent box cutter. I actually think I opened several boxes throughout my restaurant and bar. Uh, oh, life. of course. It, using that little blade there. Um, I've definitely cut the shit out of my own hand, which we've talked about, <laughs> whether it be with foil off the wine bottle or with the the knife itself. Oh my gosh. Really be a I know. I know. And it's like, it's like we don't, I'm not going to put the cutting and the injury on the corkscrew. It's not the corkscrew. It's the tiny knife and it's the foil on the bottle that will mm-hmm. cut you real hard every real time. Bad. So it's not, it's not the corkscrew itself. It's your handling of the sharp blade and the sharp foil. Um, I'm sort of also, I'm picturing my very first one when I got formal wine training, mm-hmm. uh, the, the type of the, sorry, the winemaker pen folds. Was that one of the first wine keys you ever got back in the day? This was I when mean- I was working at the crappy steakhouse in downtown Chicago. I mean, I really think it was just like the Discover like card one. It was just kind so of like funny. 
the generic one um, that they had just kind of like, you know, given you, or I don't know if there was like, yeah, I don't remember. I want to say that that's kind of what it was. They were like, here's your, here's your wine key and here's your apron. Welcome. You know, welcome. you are now a real server. That very much was like the way that you click it on the front of your apron pocket was just, you know, and I would always have this OCD thing where I was like shoving it to the side with two of my Bic matte rubber grip pens, click pens, because we had to have, you know, um, standard issue pens. They couldn't be weird bank pens that were all sorts of colors. We had to have black pens, an approved wine key, all this stuff, our whole waiter and server setup, um, which is a very like, that was, I was sort of like, I'm not at the fucking hot dog diner anymore, baby. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm about to serve people a $200 bottle of wine, which was mm-hmm. one of the most nerve wracking experiences of my young life. Yeah, it is a lot. And then you're like, do I defoil before I take it to the table or do I have to do it at the table? Like, what do I, what do, do I, I do? And what can I get away with? Is anyone watching me today? Yeah. These people don't fucking know. These people don't know. I'm like, they taught me, you know, to like, to sort of like waft the cork just a little bit under my nose. It's not like an aggressive sniff, but you like move it mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that, you know, you're like, wait, it's not spoiled. And I'm sitting here going like, I've never even drank nice wine. I wouldn't know spoiled from fucking Trader Joe's three buck Chuck. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. But also the wine key in the logo of our podcast show, you know, the the logo for our podcast, we were like what's one of the most emblematic symbols of being in the service industry? And we're like, it's a wine key. And ours has what some might consider wine dripping off the end. It could be blood. Hard to mm-hmm. say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, didn't I, I remember also very fondly uh, watching your TV show, Hack My Life, for a while when you had all the different ways to like open a bottle of wine. It sounds <laughs> uh, wine key. <laughs> it was, no, it was amazing. Here I am going like, I finally quit my waiting job. I got a TV show. And they're like, all right, first uh, scene of your first day uh, on this job, you're going to be playing a waitress. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, good news. Uh, I was one up until yesterday. So this is going to be real easy. But um, they had me going around as a life hack, pranking people in a restaurant, pretending to be their waiter. And when they would order the bottle of wine, I was using every means other than a corkscrew to fucking open it. And um, I had to use like a bike pump to pop the cork out, which works, believe it or not. Um, You can also take like a shoe with a really nice heavy rubber sole. This one's, I don't recommend it, but you like put the, the butt of the bottle of wine inside the shoe and then you take the whole thing and bang it against a hard surface and the water not the water, but like the the wine, the air, and the pressure in the bottle does push start to push the cork, the cork out. out. Yeah. I think I swear to God, I think I think that that happened like at a, a picnic or something once when somebody oh. forgot, and I was like, oh, I think I have a solution, and yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, if you understand the concept of leveraging that corkscrew, because you've you know had to use your wine key for all these years you do get very you know um ingenious about it and like i you know listen you might trash the cork we've all done the thing where we just force it in and yeah. then drink yeah. it that way yeah i mean it's it's wild but um you know why did i 
I ain't mad at a screw top. I'll tell you that much. No, I ain't mad not at, a screw at all. Top every once not in a while. at all. And you know, it's it is. Yeah, me neither. But but I fondly uh, look back on my you know like my the pride I took in opening a bottle of wine with a cork, and still do to this day. I do like, it. I won't put it down on a surface because I have to show off. Yep. I and I still teach people to this day how to do it correctly uh-huh. because people don't fucking know. Right. And I love doing it. Like I love also showing off my training of like there was no noise. Did you hear that cork come out? That's right, you didn't. Cause I'm a smooth operator, baby. You know, but these weird oh. little these weird little tricks. I do things too, like when I'm bringing uh our Hello Fresh dinner that I prep out for us to eat and watch TV. I carry it restaurant style out to the oh, table. Yeah. Of course I do. A little tilt of the glass. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. This wine service in general. Um, what a fun little add-on, Brooke, huh? I can't believe that guy's name was Vinka. Spelled and- like the word wine key. Uh-huh. Wine key. Wanky. Wine key. Wine and then key. people just didn't. It blew my fucking mind. That's like I I had a like what because when I was reading it I was like that's funny because his name is like kind of like wine anyway and then I read down a paragraph and figured out everybody else thought that too and that's how wine key got its name I love that I love it so hardcore all right we're two for two so far with add-ons I'm <laughs> this is filled with fun facts baby learning, I love it learning as we go growing as we know uh <laughs> We'll come up with a a new end of show catchphrase. But until then, Brooke, let's just go old school. All right. Godspeed. Okay. And good tips. All right. See you next week. <laughs>